I'm Stuart Buchanan, and you're listening to Out From Under, a weekly program investigating experimental music making in Australia, broadcast on Resonance Extra and podcast by FBI Radio in Sydney. I was talking to a musician recently who started dancing around that hairy old chestnut of a question of what constitutes experimental music. It's a question, to my mind, that's asked too often, and most answers are pretty reductive. They'll always miss one point of view or another. The field of endeavour, I guess, in electronic music is so multifaceted, it's impossible to find the edges, and thus it's impossible to define. It should be the most open and most welcoming of all music genres, where people create music in spite of definition, not because of it or under it. But he was making what I think is an interesting differentiation between the academic and the visceral approach to experimental music, about how, on one side, there's a path that's defined by focused study and research, the deliberate mapping of territories, a world perhaps of furrowed brows and hushed tones and seriousness. And on the flip side, there's an experimentalism that's entirely punk in nature. It's instinctive, emotional, irrational, where people just hit whatever comes to hand in whatever way feels right. But instead of sticking to the three chords of actual punk music, punk experimentalism is completely and utterly free to go in whatever direction it chooses. It's beholden to no one, just being loud and having fun. And it was this last element that he was quite focused on, of finding the fun in experimental music, the joy, the wild abandon, something that is often quite lacking. But we find all of those things in the band as the focus of this week's Out From Under, Brisbane's Brainbow, an electronic duo featuring Chelsea Charlton and Cat Martin, a.k.a. Chelvis Chesley and Cat Martian, a.k.a. Duststorm Jogger and X and O, a.k.a. Emotional Hoon and El Crumple Dash. They encompass all of these names and probably many more besides. There are vestiges of classic Detroit and Chicago techno in their music. They riff off warp and reflex, not not fun and 100% silk, muddied with a lo-fi aesthetic redolent of a slew of North American tape labels. At one point, their music falls serenely out of phase, another point coming right back at us, shirt-fronting with fire and wrath. On this week's Out From Under, I talked to Chelsea and Kat about Brainbow and Brisbane, the world they've created and that they now inhabit, a place where they take fun very seriously indeed.
I'm Chelvis from Brainbow. I'm Kat. And Brainbow is Brisbane-based. Uh, we make electronic music. We're all over the place, so lately. Sometimes we do dance. Like, mostly our live stuff is sort of dance, a bit poppy. We have recordings that are more on the dance spectrum um, than what we're doing live, which is more pop at the moment. But we also do sort of soundtracky stuff. Uh, Kat's largely been the driver of the electronic component. I, I've come from a, a background of sort of self-taught punk attitude style bands. Not so much punk in style, but the attitude. Um, so self-taught, um, playing with a bunch of friends that don't actually know how to play. And Kat's always been big on the electronic thing. She pushed it in that direction pretty early on. Future focused. Yeah. I definitely want to make no future retro. music. Future yeah. music. <laughs> That's the, the aim of the game. I'm definitely yeah. hugely inspired by stuff that makes me feel something. I guess I, I tend towards that a bit. Though lately uh, with X and O, I'm just... Uh, I'm obsessed with trying to make people dance lately, and I, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my focus at the moment. It's not to say that I won't ever do anything else other than dance music or um, only want to make electronic music because I like everything. But yeah, that's probably the umbrella lately. <laughs>
think that, yeah, if I would consider what I do punkness, it's in the sense that probably just the rawness, making do with what you've got. Which is a hip-hop thing as well. So there is that sort of element that runs through hip-hop culture. Um, We do sample-based stuff as well. Basically just um, using what we got, as Kat said, using what we got at our disposal. Yeah, Um, definitely. For me, it tends to go hand-in-hand with a kind of DIY art sort of style um, approach. Just, Just doing it. Just doing it for yourself. Um. Yeah. I'm really into honesty and not trying to replicate something that already exists, but um, find something inside, find the drive. What am I trying to express? What am I feeling? How am I going to make people feel something? (laughs) XNO used to specifically be a lot more punk because I I was very driven by originally my old stuff um, the idea that there were no excuses in making music you couldn't use the excuse of I don't have enough money to make music or I don't have enough skill to make music because I would find children's toys and circuit bend them and record them on a shitty three track that wasn't even a four track um, <laughs> And it was so bodgy and lo-fi. And I loved that about it, that it was... um, Accessible. Well, yeah, not even the accessibility. More more that I was like... I was like a baby and I was finding my feet and, I don't know, just having fun. It was totally about fun. It was not about professionalism or anything like that. It was... Yeah, yeah, primalness, absolutely. I've often said that I play the technology and the samplers like a caveman. I play it like a... Right from the start, I was just interested in banging it like a drum. So I've just sort of gone with that approach. Absolutely. Yeah, Um, there's an immediacy there and it doesn't um, require much in-depth analysis or anything like that. It's, uh, It's definitely not academic either. It's uh, more primal, I guess. Um, Yeah. I've always been a big fan of people like Aphex Twin, his attitude as well as his... Because he's got that same sort of punk style brat kind of, you know, attitude. And he's always had... There's always been a lot of emotional content to his music and it's just real. I really appreciate when people stick to... It's not so much being oblivious to what's going on in the current or what the zeitgeist is or whatever, but um, just staying true to their conviction against all odds that what they're doing is actually valid. We're definitely not outsiders. We're super informed by music music that's being made. We're less outsiders (laughs) than we were because when we started doing this, there weren't really any... I, I can't recall any other bands doing what we were doing mm-hmm. and in that way it felt kind of isolating and um, oh my God, we're yeah. playing with a lot more guitar bands then but as time's gone on there have been a lot more electronic. In Brisbane especially, it's such a rock-centric city 
Brisbane's so small that you meet so many people and you can't <laughs> you can't get away from knowing all the rock kids or um, it, it, the scene is just so small. So you do know Rainbow, even though we're making electronic music, will still play shows with rock bands or um, noise bands or hip hop groups and um, it's all over the place here. It It's very eclectic like that at gigs a lot of the time we don't have enough people to be really clicky and maybe that's informed our music too because absolutely if if we had a scene where we could where i could stoically say like oh no i only like electronic music because that's probably my main passion i would only hang out with the electronic kids and i wouldn't have been so influenced by all the strange other bands that i've been in um Gerald Keeney's and the Gerald Keeney's was a huge influence in, in my musical style because it was so experimental and strange and Gerald would make us play the weirdest things or just like there's no way I was allowed to play something <laughs> average, uh, normal sounding. <laughs> it had to be weird.
the concept of controlling the machines as opposed to the machines controlling you has been a strong point of reference I guess um, so not being at the at the mercy of a piece of equipment's tendency or, or what it wants to do actually just yeah using the tool as, yeah. as opposed to using you it's, it's like super I said, live and and that lends to a sort of um, fallibility like it can fall apart and I think yeah. that keeps that's keeps it on keeps edge. people in, interested keeps it on edge keeps it a bit raw yeah um, the tightrope thing you, you could fall off everything could fall apart it's like the approach of playing it like a guitar or a, a drum or something like that yeah as opposed to just pressing play I guess that all feeds back into my idea of honesty that you're not trying to replicate something else you're not trying to sound like someone else you're coming from your own place and what you're making is informed by your experiences and your mistakes even and sometimes the mistakes lend so much to the beauty of the music and if you were always trying to replicate something else you'd miss out on the beautiful mistakes that you make or just the strange experiments that you can have when you're just loose and in the moment and just being who you are.
We definitely have prearranged songs. Um, we we learn our songs. Sometimes they don't take their true shape until we've recorded them, and then we learn how to play them more consistently live. <laughs> if we if we're just jamming, uh, we did a tour recently, and we didn't know how to play our songs. We just had a sort of backbone and they were all over the place and every time we played them they were so different but now that we've recorded them we tend to play them like that but we're always jamming always jamming new songs and um some of, one of the rainbow recordings in particular a really old one was just purely jams we have another one that was much more sequenced based that's the so the first one was um the experimental jam one was Inchoate corpus too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unfinished. It it means to me, yeah, um, an unfinished body of work or a body of work to this point. Um, and then our sequenced one, dance one, was just a seven inch. That's called zero point zero 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 one excuses. And we've got some new stuff coming. We've recorded all our live stuff finally from years ago, our, our live stuff and our new stuff live. That should be coming out soon. And we have recently been doing a lot of um, soundscaping stuff. We have just finished a couple of audio books doing the soundscaping for some audio books. Um, for these marine biology kids books, actually, um, by a group called Freescale Network. Um, <laughs> yeah, just uh, friends of friends got in contact with us and it's so cool because we've gotten some more work out of it. We just finished a space soundtrack for a kids interactive science drawing exhibit at the Science Works Museum down in Melbourne. That's two hours, a two hour long jam. We basically got paid to jam, which is nice. <laughs> we love to do stuff like that. Definitely want to start making music for films. I think especially I'd like to go in that direction as a safety net. I kind of fluctuate with, between the feeling of um, loving performing live and aiming for world domination <laughs> or something and then um, just wanting to be a hermit and <laughs> never leave the house and just, I don't know, live in my bedroom <laughs> and make music for films. <laughs>
it's the Brisbane duo Brainbow and Toasty Stoty Foxy Stoat. You're listening to Out From Under. I'm Stuart Buchanan. Throughout that interview, we're listening to various tracks from the Brainbow back catalogue, interspersed with an interview with Brainbow founders Cat and Chelsea. Head to our website at outfromunderradio.tumblr.com for a full track list of this week's episode. For the second part of the episode, we're going to take a listen to the other work outside of Brainbow. Cat is massively prolific alongside her primary solo project X and O. She plays in bands such as Scream Show, Stag, Sugar, and the band we heard earlier, Gerald Keeney and the Gerald Keenies. And Chelsea records with no less frequency of output as Dust Storm Jogger and Emotional Hoon. Here's Cat to give us a little bit of an introduction to these sounds. Brainbow and XNO are my current focus, but say a couple of years ago I was in maybe seven bands at once. Um, yeah, lots of different ones. Yeah, it's the main focus for me at the moment. Is Brainbow, but you're also yeah. Dust Storm Jogger, big ups DSJ. I, I tend to donate a lot of my personal solo stuff to the band. Uh, I've just been stuffing around recording music since the late 90s. And it's just, that's just the latest incarnation of it. Just making little ditties at home in my room and... Sometimes Katie's ears will prick up and she'll want it for Brainbow. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always happy if Cat uh, is uh, happy with them. Yeah, likewise with my keyboard lines, I'd always donate them to Brainbow because yeah. lately I'm just obsessed with making beats with X and O and that's Chelsea's job in Brainbow. So <laughs> through being involved in so many bands, I've been in rock bands, punk bands. I was in... Um, rock band called Stag with uh, three other girls. My first ever band was very experimental, very raw, very strange. Neither of us had any idea what we were doing. That was called Scream Show with a girlfriend. We both had a radio show and decided to make some music. Um, I've been in kind of noise art... Um, experimental noodle bands there's a um a seven piece girl band called sugar that is kind of inactive but might reactivate soon Thank you. 
Chelsea Carlton aka Duststorm Jogger and a track called Vision Short Rush. We heard a few other Duststorm Jogger tracks before that prefaced by music from Chelsea's rainbow bandmate Kat Martin and her various collaborative and solo work led by her project X and O. Head to our website at outfromunderradio.tumblr.com for a full track list of this week's episode. That's all from Out From Under for this episode. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram as Out From Under Radio. We're also on email at outfromunderradio at gmail.com. Always, always interested to hear from Australian artists working in this field. And you can find previous episodes on Resonance Extra Mixcloud and on our podcast feed through iTunes. I'm Stuart Buchanan. I'll be back around again next week for another episode of Out From Under. Making music is so much fun. (laughs) Making art and hanging out with other people making art is probably, it's probably been the best thing I've ever done, I guess. I I don't know what, I don't know where I'd be or how well I'd be in my head if I weren't, if I didn't have um, this outlet.